Hey, you just turned into the Spirit Ninja's Spiritual as Podcast. The show that aims to inspire, uplift, and questions everything. And now your hosts, Bart Rigel and Holly Emerson. All right. So, guys, thank you so much for being here. This is another episode of... Spirit Ninjas Spiritual as Fuck Podcast. We're happy you're joining us. <laughs> I'm certainly happy. Yeah, me too. What are we going to talk about today? We're going to be talking about the ego and presence. Like, what the hell is it? Ugh, so boring, right? I'm bored already. I know, I'm bored already too. I yeah. get it. It's kind yeah. of a boring topic. Yeah, yeah, it kind, <laughs> kind of is. Kind of is, but kind of, kind of necessary. It's and- totally necessary. But I think like people at first are just like, Oh my God, here we are talking about being in the now and being present again. I know, I know. But but do people even know what it is? Like, oh, well, I think that's part of the problem. I think that's part of the problem. Yeah. I think I think a confused mind like just disconnects and like checks out. So I think it's a really easy topic to do that with because most minds get confused and therefore shut off and don't listen or paint. At least that's my experience personally. Oh, totally. I remember trying to read Eckhart Tolle's first book. I was like, boring. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's one of those subjects where, you know, I mean, it is so foundational. Like it's like, you need to know this stuff. Yeah. Um, I still haven't read Eckhart Tolle's book though. No, you don't need to. No, you don't need to. You, you don't, don't need to read to. boring books, but not everybody thinks it's boring. And I think it's probably good. Like yeah. jam-packed of really awesome stuff. Oh Just, yeah, the I'm not a huge reader. No, that's okay. So. Maybe you need to listen to the audiobook because mm-hmm. the guy's pretty clever. Like he he's is. a funny, funny dude. Yeah. Yeah. If you ever get a chance to see him live, definitely check him out because he's he's really funny. He's like a little, like a little hobbit or something. Just some like little cute man that you yeah. just want to like put in your pocket. I I'd put him in my pocket. He's just. Like his laugh, its laugh is kind of weird, but so but it's good. Really entertaining too. <laughs> yeah, the guy is really entertaining, and like he just has like such a wit about him, and how he notices the world, and how he he like makes fun of people, and and their interactions on like a day to day, and it's and it's brilliant. It's just mm-hmm. it cuts through the noise because it's like kind of, you know, it, it's hilarious. Like he, he has a story of uh, this woman at a restaurant, and she orders soup, and it comes out, and it's cold. And she like freaks out, you know, and it's like, you know, we, we notice these reactions in people like all around us. Like you and I, like we, we love to people watch, like we go to restaurants and we just like sit there and we just like watch people. And it's funny, like just seeing people and their reactions. And sometimes we listen in on other people's conversations. Yeah. We're the, we're those creepy people. (laughs) Baby, you're not supposed to tell people that. Right. (laughs) We're supposed to be talking about presence. Yeah. So, so. <laughs> so we listen, we listen to people and it's just, it's really amazing. Like and we the, judge. And we judge. No. no, we don't judge. Sometimes. I mean, it's, it's. Cause just, he, it's normal. It is. That's, that's it's what makes normal. it funny. It's normal. You know, people it's are freaking out about all these different things and like people's problems. And, you but know, then it's interesting. Like once you've judged and then you like take a moment and you're like, wait a second, why am I judging? Like you're just making shit up when you're judging. You really are. Oh, you really yeah. are making shit up when you're judging. Of course. And it's really all about yourself. It's really not even about them. Yeah, totally. Totally. Yeah. So are we going to talk about presence and the power of now and all that yeah. fun, boring stuff? 
Yeah, totally. <laughs> totally. So anyways, so what, um, like what, what's presence to you? Like what, what does it actually mean? Mm, presence for me, how do I define it? Like for me, when I, when I get into a state of presence, I just feel space. That's kind of it for me. Like there's like silence, space, and it's expansive. Mm-hmm. And it's just peaceful. That's kind of presence for me. It's like everything just kind of melts away. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like there. True. That's, I don't know. Does that make sense? Did I get it right? Well, there's no right or wrong here. <laughs> I'm kidding. <laughs> That's no just right what it is for me. I don't know. I don't actually know what the definition of presence is. That's just what I feel. Like for me, I also have another word for it or another phrase, which is like dropping in. Mm-hmm. So it's like dropping into that space inside of myself where like my true source is. Yeah. Yeah. And it's just expansive space. I call it dropping in. Um, I don't know why. Well, I mean, I've had spiritual teachers call it dropping in. Mm -hmm. So I think that's why, for me, when people talk about presence, I never totally connected with it because for me, it's just a dropping in. It's just like a dropping into like a zone within myself, a space within myself, an expansive space within my heart, Mm -hmm. within my soul. Yeah, it's like it's like that uh, like that very brief moment that's like out of time Mm -hmm. because everything stops, melts away. Yeah. Because, I mean, our mind constantly thinks. It's like nonstop, one thought after the next, after the next, after the next. You know, we're just constantly in this, like, barrage of uh, this mental stream of thinking. Mm -hmm. And when you just step away from it for, like, even a brief moment, like, you're not thinking. That's it. So, it's like, okay. I remember Wayne Dyer used to, I had this... um meditation CD of his like a long time ago it was called getting in the gap and it was like the gap in between the words in between the letters the spaces in between the sentences and that actually made a lot of sense to me Mm, before I I was actually able to drop in or get presence within myself um that analogy I found really helpful so maybe other people will find that helpful and not so boring and it actually makes sense it's like Oh, yeah, like the space in between. Because everybody says, like, space in between your thoughts. Well, for me, my mind goes, like, a million miles a minute. It does. And so for me, there's very few spaces in between my thoughts. And so when you break it down even more, and if you, like, see a sentence in your mind, and you just, like, pause between each word, that's kind of a great way to, to yeah, start. Yeah, I like that. I like uh, also, um, you know, if... Let's say you, you're you're at home, you're sitting, and it's like fairly quiet. The kids are all you know asleep or or whatever the case may be. It's pretty quiet, and just stop everything, and just listen to like the background sound. You know, listen to like the refrigerator noise if you can hear it. Listen to like the like distant sounds because when you have to concentrate, like to really listen to something, you stop thinking. Mm-hmm. Now, now here's the thing. It sounds so insignificant. Like, why? Like, why would you want to do that? Yeah, and I think once you start doing it, that's when you'll find out why. Like, yeah. we could tell you why, but I just don't think it's... it's. I could tell you my experience of why I do it, but I can't tell you why you should do it or why you should do it. Because no one ever told me why I should do it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I guess, I guess maybe they would when I would read books, um, like, by 
Deepak Chopra or Wayne Dyer. Um, I did a lot of like personal development stuff in my 20s and I read a lot of those books and they would talk about it. But it wasn't until I actually was able to tap into dropping in myself that I discovered just like this vastness of energy, of um, calm and peace and love and joy. And it was just so rich. Like that area, that space within where nothing exists, actually everything exists, which is crazy. (laughs) So like for me, I find now like I don't, I could be in a noisy place and I can drop in. Yeah. You know, it's, it's shifted a lot, but I think only you can answer why you need to drop into presence. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, it's like, it seems like such an insignificant thing. Right. Because I mean, like, who cares? Like, why would you want to stop thinking? Why would you want to pay attention? Mm -hmm. Right. But honestly, that is the essence of every deep spiritual teaching out there. Period. That's it. It's the simplest thing in the world. Yet it's like the most profound because the answer to everything is there. Yes. Yes. Yeah, it is. But at the same time, don't listen to a word we're saying. Yeah. Yeah. Try it for yourself. Yeah, you I do. Feel, I think you do. I feel like, you know, when you, I, I, I mean, this was my experience. At first, when I like started kind of like dabbling with this and, you know, I would try to get present, uh, it was, it was kind of hard. Right. And then after some practice, it became a little bit easier and a little bit easier and a little bit easier. And I find like now it's um, like, I can't say that I'm present throughout the entire day. Like I'm not you know, laser focused on this exact moment all the no, time. Me neither. You know, there's definitely certain days where it's easier, certain days where it's harder. Um, but I, I have to say that like for most days, I live in somewhat of a state of presence. And since I started doing that, like my life has become so much easier. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. you know what I think um, when I first started the whole process, like the whole spiritual path, I had this, I had this judgment of what it was supposed to look like. And I think that really, um, hindered, I don't know if hindered is the right word, but it really, okay. So I just thought that by being present, you had to like literally be in like this black void. Like there was nothing in your mind. Everything had to clear. There was no thoughts. Right. And I think, yes, that is one way. And I think you can have a lot of profound insights from that, from being in a present state where there's nothing and there's just this space. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, and the reason I'm pointing this out is because yesterday I was on Facebook and I'm in this meditation group and somebody had posted a comment on there and it said like she was, she was a meditation teacher, I think. And she was saying how she has some students that are in her meditation group that go on a very visual experience when they're meditating. And she wanted to get them out of that visual experience and into beyond. She wants them to go beyond that. And for me, I was just like, that's kind of a bit of a judgment. Like, I don't agree that um, that you can't go on a visual journey, whatever your inner world is, your inner world is my inner world is different from your inner world and your inner world and everybody's inner world is different. And so I think when I was first starting the process, I was like, oh, well, I don't have, I, I didn't journey. Like I didn't go inwards and, and I didn't have like some 
some visual experience. So A, I was like, oh, I'm doing that wrong. So yeah. obviously I was contradicting what that lady was saying. Mm-hmm. But then, you know, I also couldn't get into like this black void where there was nothing or like a room where I was just like all white, right? Like we all have these ideas of yeah. what it's supposed to be when you get in that present state. But the thing is, is it's absolutely different for everybody. Yeah, of course. And that's what I've learned. And I've had so many rich experiences journeying visual experiences since that like I go into like other worlds mm-hmm. you know and then other times I can go into black space and it's just space and I think when you're starting in the process one thing to know is like however you experience is how you experience it and don't judge it and don't compare it to mm-hmm. other people's experience because totally. because it's so individual it's mm-hmm. so individual. And if somebody would have explained that to me when I was first starting it, I would have been a little bit more relaxed and I wouldn't have been like, what's wrong with me? How come I don't do this and I do this? Or how come I have this experience, but you have this experience, right? Like, Yeah. And every- I mean, how typical of the world though, right? Like yeah. the world, since since we're born, tells us how to be, how to act, how, mm-hmm. like what to do, mm-hmm. all these different things. And then, you know, people's egos get involved in spirituality as well and all of a sudden totally. that's what i people, saw with yeah. this lady's post she's like trying to get and i personally like have had so many rich experiences visual meditation experiences in my in my inner world which i am so grateful for and for me that was going beyond and she was like i need to get them beyond visualizing no and no. it's not like don't yeah. don't assume that you know anything at all whether it comes to meditation whether it comes to spirituality as soon as you have an idea of what something has to be or you think that this is the way it should be you're done you have no idea what you're talking about right like mm-hmm. okay the, this pen here you know we call it a pen do we actually know what, what it is no, we've just given it this identity. Yeah, yeah. We put a label on it. Oh, this is a pen. Yeah, it's, it's not just a pen. It's a blue pen. It's a Oh, it's a blue pen. It's a blue pen. pen. Yeah, <laughs> it's a blue pen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but it's not. Like, there is actually nothing here. Looking at this, there's nothing there. It's, it's this, like, mystical object, and we miss the essence of it as soon as we put a label on it. And meditation, presence, all that stuff, it's the, the exact same thing. You, you can't... Yeah. As soon as you assume you know it, you have no idea what you're talking about. You, yeah. You've missed it. You've missed the point. Yeah. So When I was a kid, I used to look at a door. It was always a door. I'd be like, why is that? Why is that a door? Like, why do we call that a door? What if we called the door an apple? Yeah. Then good. what? Would it, you know, like, and then I'd be like, well, if we call the door an apple, then what would we call apples? What if we called apples a rabbit? You know, and then I was just like, I just kind of like trip out as this little kid being like sitting there. And I asked my mom, I'd be like, mom, why do we call that a door? And then she'd get mad at me. It's amazing. (laughs) Because she obviously didn't know the answer. That's just what we call it. I'm like, but why? Why is that a door? Why is that an apple? Why is that a rabbit? Why am I Holly? Why am I here? (laughs) That's amazing. It's amazing. But yeah. yeah. And I think that's what, uh, you know, what, what we're trying to say is that. You know, everything that, that we ever talk about, just try it for yourself. Learn it. Yeah, don't listen it. to us. Don't take us seriously. It's all about your own experience. You know, I always try and do my best to speak from my experience and just share my story. But how I've gone through the process, 
versus Bart versus you will mm-hmm. be completely different. And it's it's ultimately about questioning yourself, questioning things in your life, questioning your beliefs, question why you do things a certain way, why you think a certain way, and and delve deep into that and you'll find your own answers. Oh, like, yeah. I don't have answers for anybody. Yeah. I don't. I can just share my experience. Yeah. And that's the thing. I think mm-hmm. there's uh, there's an infinite number of paths to, to get to where we need to be. Wherever that is. Wherever that is. And <laughs> where you need to go versus you. Maybe it's different. Maybe it's the same. Yeah. It's the same, but it's also different. The truth becomes an oxymoron. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> the more you know, the re- you realize the less you know. Yeah. I've yeah. been, uh, for like the last 15, 20 years, I've been reading this book uh, called Course in Miracles. And I I don't necessarily recommend it to everyone because it's certainly not for everyone. It's um, not for me. <laughs> I like super resonate with it. So I've been reading it constantly. And, um, and it talks about like how everybody's path is like so individualized. So like everything that you go through, every lesson that you learn is perfect for you on your path right mm-hmm. so a like everything you know the the kid that bumps into you you know on the street you know some random stranger some other stranger smiles at you at an elevator like none of these things are by chance at the same time you know we don't know what the ripple effects of those situations are and it's the same thing we talk about here like when it comes to presence Right. So you could have a a different experience in your meditation and in your practice than me or Holly or anybody else. And it's perfect. So, Mm -hmm. you know, take everything that anybody says with a grain of salt, especially if they claim to know anything. If they if they're sure of anything, that's that that always raises. Yeah. And I think the biggest critic is our own egos. So not even like the people that tell you what you should know or how it should be. But I think it's your own ego too. Because like I said, I when I started this process, I was like, oh, well, my experience isn't like this. So I would judge it. My ego would judge it. And even your ego, like your ego tricks you all the time. Your ego tricks you all the time thinking you know, but you actually, maybe you should question it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so it applies to questioning other people, not believing other people at first until it's your truth. But what is your truth? Like really questioning yourself in that process too, your, your ego in the process. I like that. Mm-hmm. I like that. So why don't we talk about um, more of like how to actually experience and how to get into that state of, you know, presence. Like just, just some simple things. Like you mentioned one, you know, listen to the gaps in between the words. Right. Yeah. Um, right when you said that, I thought of first for people who are totally new to it, you can just incorporate something you do in your daily routine, like brushing your teeth. When you brush your teeth or put your makeup on or whatever it is that you're doing or showering in the morning, um, just maybe focus on your breath. Focus on just the space. You know, mm-hmm. if you can tie it to perhaps a habit that you're already doing, then it's kind of an easy stepping stone into it. Yeah, totally. Um, you know, when you're meditating, like you said, focusing on a specific sound that you hear, mm-hmm. I think can be helpful. Um, yeah, yeah, like next time you go to wash your hands, like go to the sink and just become completely conscious of the process. Like, mm-hmm. wa- like watch each foot in front of the other and you step up to the sink 
right? You turn on the water, like feel what it is like to like actually turn the knob. And have childlike wonder when you do it. Yeah. As if it's your first time. Yeah. Like you that know, changes everything too. Yeah. Feel the water, you know, yeah. like how often, when was the last time you actually like felt water on your skin? Like it's, mm-hmm. it's always like such a habitual thing. You know, we get in there, we like quickly, right? We yeah. You're hands. thinking about something else. You're totally not there. Yeah. You miss yeah. it. Right. But the essence of the water, like feel what it feels like. like. Feel it flowing over yeah. your hands and the soap and <laughs> yeah, just be there with it for yeah. the, the 30 seconds or whatever long it takes you. Like that is an like amazing little portal. Just just washing hands. Just mm-hmm. do that for, you know, mm-hmm. a day. Once a day, just try it. Try it once cuz you probably forget. Oh, totally. I forget all the time. <laughs> forget all the time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's but, true, but that's why I think yeah, tying it to those those daily habits that we do on a regular basis that we unconsciously do if you can start bringing consciousness and presence into those moments where we're normally unconscious i think it's a great way great place to start yeah breathing breathing is another big one mm-hmm. you know taking a just a big deep breath and like follow your breath with your attention you know mm-hmm. <sighs> feels kind of nice right and like that, that's as simple as it is. It's like a really simple practice. Just take one mm-hmm. big deep breath and just follow it with your attention. Yeah. Yeah. It's crazy. Totally. It is. I love this little story. So Eckhart talk, talks about this. Uh, so Eckhart talk, talks about the story of these two monks. These two monks are, are walking along. Uh, there's like a senior monk and like a fairly new monk. And they, uh, they're walking through this forest and they notice, uh, they come up upon a river and there's this woman that's like standing there. So the, the elder monk, like he picks up the woman on his shoulder, carries her across, puts her down, and then the monks continue on. And then, you know, they're, they're walking for, you know, a couple hours, a couple hours go by. And uh, the young monk uh, says to the elder one, like, I can't believe it. I, I can't like, how did, how did you pick up that woman? Like, why would you do that? Because it was like against their religion, their celibate, whatever. And the, the elder monk says to him, you know, I put her down two hours ago and you've still been carrying her in your mind for two hours. You know, here's like this young monk. You can see him like his wheels are just turning. Like, Oh my God, this like, he's been carrying. I can't believe it. Oh my God. Like, why would he do that? Like yeah. all these judgments around this thing, like, oh, it's just outrageous, <laughs> right? Like all these judgments about it. And meanwhile, the yeah. elder monk, like, stop thinking about it, like, you know, this two hours before. Yeah. Yeah. It's very true. It's very true. Like, what do you carry in your mind that you can put down? Yeah. yeah. Ooh, Ooh, I like that. Comment that below. Let us know what you carry in your mind that you could put down now. Yeah. What do you carry in your mind that you could put down? Ooh, that's a great question. I know. I'm thinking, what, what about me as well? Yeah, I mean, I used to, I used to carry a lot of stuff like around work. You know, I would, uh, I would go now, home. Now, what about now? Oh, even now, like, so yeah, like we're starting this whole, you know, spirit and just thing, the community, mm-hmm. whatever. And I carry that a lot. Yeah. You know, like I think about it a lot. I, you know, thinking about the podcast that we have to do about like the little tweaks we have to do on the website. You know, it's like. It's my mind's going around that like quite a bit. I woke up this morning like and, and I was literally designing web pages in my head, <laughs> you know, as I woke up, you know, so yeah. stuff like that, that that definitely happens to me a lot. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I think for me right now, it would be around 
like fitness and nutrition. Yeah. Yeah. Cause I want to be healthier. And so I like think a lot about like how I'm being unhealthy, <laughs> Yeah, you know, like I should really shift my focus onto how I'm being healthy and think of all the positive things and put down all of the, the negative, the negative things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, something to think about too is, you know, when, when, when we're in this like constant state of thinking, like what we're, what we're essentially doing is that we're thinking about um, the past. I mean, in most cases, we're thinking about the past. And what that does is that it creates the future just like the past. Mm-hmm. Right? Or if you're thinking about the future, you're thinking it from a perspective based in the past. Mm-hmm. So you're projecting your stories of what happened in your past, expecting that to happen in the future. And then it does. And then it does. Yeah, so totally. The same thing. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, when you can reach a point where you can have these like little gaps throughout it, what you're doing is you're actually breaking that continuity. So you can have a different future, right? Mm-hmm. The future without the struggle, without the pain, without the, you know, silly problems over and over. Mm-hmm. You know, so so that's ultimately, you know, the place that we're trying to get to because um, in that like little gap, and I mean, you know, people can have their own, own opinions about this, but for me, I feel like a higher part of me comes in in that, little gap in that moment because you know when i stop and i have these like little breaks i'm way more productive i'm like i feel like so sharp and on my game i get so much more done you know like creativity flows like crazy i was just gonna say like creativity for me yeah totally and it's like it's like the inspiration right like there's like um so with everything that we're doing now you know Mm -hmm. building this community building spirit ninjas like that has taken a ton of energy. Yeah. Right? Like <laughs> so countless. Much. Like hundreds yeah, of hours. We put in so much work. Yeah, it's totally. It's been so fun though. It has. It hasn't felt like work. Because yeah. we're like, you know, I certainly, I'm like taking steps to make sure that I'm like grounded. And, you know, when I feel stuck, I, I try to do it consciously. Like I try to like do a meditation, try to ground myself because... Uh, only then I can like bust through those blocks and like the amount of energy that's coming through right now is mind boggling. It's crazy. And this is the first time in my life where I feel the majority of my energy is in flow. You know, like there's certain areas that I'm not in flow. Like I said, like the whole fitness and nutrition, uh, that's really annoying for me right now. <laughs> I'm very human about that right now. Yeah. <laughs> but as far as like spirit ninjas goes and many other aspects of my life there is just flowing there's no um friction there's no resistance like this time in my life i don't feel like i'm paddling upstream you know there's so many points and moments in my life where i felt like this struggle Mm -hmm. you know whether it was in finance or relationships or family or friends like there was this struggle and now i just feel like the floodgates are open and i i think it's because I am so much more aware of my presence, Mm -hmm. you know, and I find like if I'm not present, then I can catch the thoughts more quickly when I'm, you know, being like when I'm when I'm acting in from a place of of past programming. Yeah. Or if I'm acting from a place of like judgment, whether that's judgment towards others or towards myself or situation, you know, I can pull myself out of that more Mm -hmm. and 
go back into that dropping in space. Yeah, just watching it. And just watching, and then life flows. And it flows in such a beautiful, oh, magical way. It's and so crazy. Yeah, like with this whole spirit ninjas thing, it's just like floodgates have opened. So It's so crazy. Yeah, it's like, pretty cool. It, it's incredible. And, you know, uh, with this whole thing, it just it motivates me to do more of this practice. Because, mm-hmm. you know, it's like the more that I do it, the easier things get, the more in flow I am, the easier creativity flows, the more money comes in, the more like energy I have, all these things. And when I stop doing it, when I stop these practices, then it's like, you know, I start walking through mud again. It gets harder. It gets harder, you know? And then that's like a little reminder. It's like, oh, hold on. Okay. It's getting a little tough. I haven't been dropping in. And then, and then I step back, get back in the flow, get meditating, get into the practice. And then things become easy again. Yeah. And I find that I've often struggled with having a consistent meditation practice or doing my spiritual practices. And I think the reason is it's like an ego thing. Because my ego will be like, no, I'm too lazy to meditate. Like, yeah. Like, that's what my ego says. I'm that's too so lazy crazy. to meditate. I'd rather just lay here on the couch and, like, Netflix. Yeah. <laughs> you know? It's so, it's so silly. But... It's like by doing the spirit ninjas thing, I'm finding that like I I really want to be the best person I can be and be connected to my soul as much as possible so I can serve earth, serve yes. humanity from the best place that I can. But at the same time, that's also the hardest thing because now I have to be extra diligent with oh, myself. Yeah. And showing up to my practice and showing up to my soul and my meditations and, and uh, my spiritual practices. And when I show up, it's like initially it's like hard, you know, like my, my ego struggles because my ego doesn't want me to do it. So it's like this difficult process, but then everything else just flows. And then when my ego is happy, then everything gets tough. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It's like the opposite. Yeah. So it's kind of like either... You could have life being hard on the outside if you don't do your, for me, if I don't do my spiritual practices and meditations, then life becomes difficult. But then if I like do the hard thing of turning my ego off and showing up, which sometimes is a struggle, is a challenge, not a struggle, but it's a challenge, then it reverses and like life flows. Yeah. But then showing up becomes easier and easier. Yeah, so it's I love like. That. When you're willing to do what is hard, life becomes easy. Yeah. You know, I remember one of my teachers saying that. When you're willing to do what's hard, life becomes easy. Yeah. And it's and that's the thing, though. It's not even hard. It's not like, even, no. It's not a hard thing, but our ego makes it your hard. Ego. Like, you know, it's, it's not like, hard for your soul. But no, exactly. Your ego. <laughs> I mean, like, let's think about this. Like, how hard is it to sit for 15 minutes in the morning before you start your day and just meditate? Like, yeah. it's such a silly thing. Like, why is it such a struggle? You know, it's the <laughs> easiest thing. Like, you just sit there. And, and even just... 15 minutes. I'm like, whoa, babe, 15 minutes. Let's... Don't tell them 15. Let's do five. Yeah. Let's do five. Let's start with one. Let's start with, like, like a, a minute. Let's do a breath. Let's do a breath. You know, and sometimes it has to start that way. Oh, of course it does. Of course it does. Yeah. But I, what I'm trying to say is, like, how funny is it? 
right? Like we make such a big deal out of this. I'd thing. rather lay on the couch and Netflix than like yeah, I wouldn't watch, sit up for yeah, five I wanna, minutes. I want to swipe through Instagram for two hours. Totally. We'll do that for two hours. You know, but we won't. I've done that. I've done that. Oh, a me lot. too. Yeah. Me too. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And then like, wait a second, what is happening? My ego is taking over right now. Yeah. You like snap out of it and you're like, like four hours what later. What time is it? Oh my God. This was because I was avoiding a five minute meditation. I know. <laughs> it's so silly. It's it's amazing, really. <laughs> Anyways, I think um, I don't know if there's anything else that I need to say on this right yeah. now. How about you? No, I think we're good. Yeah, think we're good. Yeah, that was that was fun. <laughs> fun chat. Fun chat. Fun chat. So, like I said, guys, comment and let us know what it is that you're holding on to that you can put down in your life, and also once you do put it down, tell us how you feel because. I bet you feel lighter. Totally. Yeah. I want to know. Let us know. Yeah. Let us know what's up. So thanks. Hope you enjoyed this. Yeah. Thanks so much, guys. And we'll see you on the next episode. Of the Spiritual Ninjas. A Spirit Ninjas. Oh, yeah. Spiritual as fuck <laughs> podcast. I thanks, don't even know guys. the name of her. <laughs> <laughs> Bye. Yeah, winning. <laughs> Thank you for listening to the Spirit Ninja Spiritualist Fuck Podcast. Make sure to tune in next time for more deep conversations to uplift, inspire, and blow your mind. Spiritualist Fuck.